Mo thought I was good at saying deep things, but I'm not. Huey, say something deep. Huh? I ain't got all day, boy. Be deep. Your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. It is the bitter potion by which the physician within you heals your sick self. Therefore, trust the physician and drink his remedy in silence and tranquility. Khalil Gibran. Didn't rhyme. What's going on out there, folks? You're listening to Simple Math Podcast. Um, my name's Aaron. I'm your host. It's your boy, Mr. Yeah, so this is episode 13 of uh-huh. the Boondocks and episode 13 of our Boondocks side series. Um, recap, recap, pod, side series. You want to yeah, do that again? Tongue twister. You want to yeah. do that again? I, we I cut got that. that out? I, I, no, we don't have to cut that. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, welcome to Simple Maps Boondocks series recap pod side series. This episode highlights episode 13. Of season one of the Boondocks, titled Wingman. Yep. There you go, Aaron. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Oh uh, yeah, so titled Wingman. So this episode is it's about friendships, uh, your relationships with people around you in the world, uh, and in your community, all that good stuff. Basically, the the story is Granddad finds out one of his old army guys. One of his old army friends, Air Force. Um, Air Force. I'm sorry. Come on, man. Get one the branch of, right, bro. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. One of Granddad's old Air Force buddies, uh, Mo Jackson. Mo Jackson. Mo bitches. Mo Dollar. Just recently passed, and Granddad and Hugh and Riley returned to Chicago, so Granddad can attend his funeral. Yeah. Um. And this episode is more or less about friendships. Um. If you're any type of familiar. With the comic strips, uh, the character Cairo, that is Huey's best friend, is actually supposed to be Caesar from the comics. But uh, they go back to Chicago, essentially. Um, and we'll start with Huey and Cairo's relationship. Aaron, if that's cool with you. Yeah. Um, so, basically, they go back to Chicago, and they're attending Mo Jackson's funeral. Yeah. Uh, no, no, they're not. I'm lying. I'm totally lying. Before they attend the funeral, when they get there, Huey links up with Cairo. Right. And Cairo, you know, has kind of been blowing him off. He said, you know, I've been hitting you up. You know, what's up with that? You know, I haven't heard from you. And before this, uh, like in one of the opening sequences about this episode, Riley and Jasmine are having a conversation about him going back to Chicago for the funeral. And he's super excited. To see his best friend Cairo. Yeah. And uh, Jasmine is actually really hurt about this because she views herself as Riley's best friend. And she even says, you know, how can you be best friends with somebody if you never talk to them? Yeah. And, uh, you know, she goes on to say, I don't have a best friend. And Riley's so high. Not Riley, my bad. Huey. Huey's so high on being about to able, being about to be able to see his best friend and says, oh, that sucks for you. Yeah. Pretty much, LOL, get the fuck out of my face type shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, you want to go ahead? Go ahead. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just going to say, so basically this is the, this is kind of like the point in which I would, I would say 
the so after he after Huey goes back and he finally meets up with Cairo, he realizes he realizes that Cairo does not have the same feeling towards him as he did when he last was in Chicago. Yeah. And the premise behind all of this is that Huey Huey now lives in a very affluent neighborhood. Um you know, granddad's in a very nice neighborhood and now he's living off the the benefits of where he is and they're kind of still in that same uh city and inner city environment, you know, just trying to, you know, you know, struggle. And I guess Cairo just feels like Huey isn't as, you know, he's gotten soft that he's not as down for the cause as he once was. Yeah, mainly because he says at one point, uh, well, to back it up even a little bit, take a few steps back. Yeah. Uh, Cairo's new best friend is a guy who is the prototypical, like he is the epitome of a hotep. His name is... Uh, some a bunch of symbols, some some Jenkins. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying uh, Islam convert. You know the typical like super like Umar Johnson on crack essentially. If you're if you're uh, familiar with Umar Johnson, uh, Cairo's new best friend is essentially that type archetype of person. Yeah. And so it's even more poignant when Cairo makes the R. I think it's the friend that says something like, oh, this is your friend that moved away to Whitecrest. Yeah. And you see then that it's not necessarily about the fact that Riley and Huey got out of Chicago. It's the fact that they got out of Chicago to a white na- to a good neighborhood, to a white neighborhood. Yeah. Like they left everybody behind, haven't came to visit. The only reason they're coming back is because of a funeral. Having, you know what I'm saying? It's a two-way street. Yeah. Like, now you look back, like, maybe Huey had wasn't hitting him up enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a two-way street, and that happens with, uh, I guess, long-distance friends. Yeah. And in that situation, like, I know, obviously, it's a cartoon, but I guess you really can't. It's hard, and they're, yeah, they're kids. So, but, like, you can't really, I guess, expect someone to maintain you can't control your environment. Yeah. You know, I guess is what, I guess the point here, um, like Huey, I, Huey, I think wants to, he doesn't want to believe it because Huey still feels like he's the same guy. Yeah, he, he is. So it, like, though. even though, even though he was like, even though Cairo is pretty much shitting on him, Huey still kind of wants to like, see what's up because like, you know, it's just it's just a big. That's his best friend. And then I think the um, Mr. Jenkins. I think what I think his character, in my opinion, I think he was there to show how. You know. There exists. There exists people within our community that do nothing but 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 separate black. People. Yeah. On on. You know what I'm saying. Whimsical basis. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that completely. You know the the it's the it's always the quote unquote woke crowd versus the yeah. you know everybody else apparently just doesn't know anything. Exactly. You know what I'm so I th- I think that's I think that that was kind of what they were trying to uh, go with with that character. Yeah, so, that and they were just trying to like as a new best friend. Like it's like if you ever broke up with a girl, get a new girl, girlfriend. Yeah. Your new girlfriend's gonna act like she. You know what I'm saying, y'all. Y'all the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Just especially with social media, just to shit on, you know what I'm saying, the other one. Like it's it's that type of thing. Yeah. It's that same effect. It's it's just like 
I'm the new person in life, so I'm going to flex on you. Like, you don't matter no more. And that happens with platonic relationships as well. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's definitely a thing. That's what they're showing there. It's like they they just probably had, like, they did have, and like I said, if you've ever read the comics, they were the best of friends. Yeah. So the Boondocks the series places it as Huey's been dislocated with no our little communication, so why would they still be on that same level? It's just, This whole episode is essentially asking the question that Jasmine asked in the one of the first segments. How could you best be best friends if you never talk? It explores that concept. Yeah. Because look at Mo and uh, Robert. Mo and Robert hadn't talked in forever. Yeah. Uh, but Mo thought of him as his best friend enough to have him uh, deliver the eulogy at his funeral yeah. as a decision, as a premeditated decision. Yeah. I mean, I, f- hmm. I see what you're, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know if they meant that. Well, no, I guess that would mean that in a literal sense. If you're not really, if you mean just just the lack of communication, period. Yeah. Well, I guess it's it's so different now because people don't talk on phones and stuff anymore. So when they you say still talk, text. It's just kind of sounds like a foreign concept. They still text and stuff like that. Communication doesn't mean talk on the phone. Yeah. When I'm saying, I mean just like general communication. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying in time context. I mean, it would be a little bit different, like talking to someone. I'm saying in the well, no, but talking on the phone was as popular as texting back yeah. then. All right. So yeah. it's not, you know, what I'm saying like yeah. the people made the time to do that. Yeah. Okay. Never, nevertheless. Day. Yeah. Nevertheless, I, I mean, I've always felt like sometimes, especially, I don't know. It's in. There's always there's this kind of um, loyalty to a fault stigma that kind of exists within the black community in certain circles. I, I, circles, so, yes. Yeah. Because I, it's like. We can't, we can't ever really, you know, it kind of goes back, it kind of goes back to the same thing we were talking about when the, uh, the, the support and all the black businesses, what I was talking about back oh, then, yeah, about, yeah. you can't really like, it's not, you, it would be shunned upon for me to say something critical of that just on the sole basis that they are a black owned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. If something wasn't right. Premeditated or prejudice. And prejudice I think, it, and I think the same kind of, I think the same kind of, um, um, can't think of a word. Bias. Here. Bias, you know, and exists. you know, exists within, you know, relationships between people too. Oh yeah. Duh. Definitely. So, yeah. Bias, relationship bias is definitely. A yeah. Thing. Cause no one wants to be the guy to say, Oh, you switched up. Oh, you're yeah. different. No one wants to be. And you know what I'm saying? And that's why, and that's what makes this episode even more genius because it approaches that from so many different angles. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Because with granddad and Moe's relationship, you can tell that it was a hate love relationship. Yeah. Like they hated each other, but they really fuck with each other. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. I think they were, yeah, they hated each other, but they were really like close. Yeah. I think Huey and Cairo were more so had a respect more so than a friendship. It was, it's a, it, but that's also, that goes to them, like the Boondocks writers, showing the juxtaposition between old relationships and new relationships. Because Granddad is about old as dirt, is how they kind of put it. 
but he still was there for Mo at the end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Cairo and Huey, they were friends for a long time, but they still have that kid. Like they don't have a relationship as friends as men. Yeah. Like Mo and Granddad respected each other as men, and that was ultimately what solidified Granddad's decision to respect Mo during the eulogy. Yeah. You know, because there was actual experience, there was actual thought, actual, like, emotion behind the relationship. Yeah. I can understand. I can see that. With, with, right, not right, like, Huey and Cairo, it was almost all emotion. No yeah. thought, no experience, because they're still kids. Because it was all, it was all centered around, it was all centered around the cause. Yeah. Or not the cause, or just... To just them being together, you know, like a lot of times your friends. It was almost like they were just he he left the club. It was almost like you were part of our identity of what we were trying to do down or there. Or no, not even like a cause, like not. It wasn't anything like they were trying to do anything. But when you're kids, you're usually forced to be friends with people because they live in the same neighborhood, they're in the same class, that type of thing. So when they live in the na- same neighborhood and they've been friends for so long. And Huey just leaves. Cairo feels abandoned. It's not like he feels flipped on it. He feels abandoned because he's never had a friend that close because he's still a child and hasn't gotten to, like, experience the world and actually make friends. Therefore, he's way more salty, way more vengeful about not having communication and Huey not being there as opposed to Granddad and Mo. either way you want to put it, they don't really have any salty feelings. They're grown men. They have real experience together. They both all were in fucking Nazi Germany shooting down planes together yeah. type shit. So it's way more than just being stuck. They, they were stuck in the same place, but it's way more than that to them. And that's why their friendship does, in a sense, still last throughout the entire, throughout Mo's life and probably granddad's at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. In that regard, yeah, age definitely would would play a factor in that. Just because, like you said, as a, as a kid, that you 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 are going to be more, because that's 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 who you've all you ever known really. You know, yeah. to be around you. So it's not a choice; it's a force. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can see. I see what you mean. I can agree with that. So, like, what do you, what do you feel like the? Why do you think? Why do you think the Cairo, Cairo painting the picture of Huey like he's kind of like the sellout? Like, why do you think that's still like a? Why do you think that's still like an issue? Like having that ideology between because he like, lives in a white neighborhood. That's the entire part of that. Yeah. It's because he moved to a white. He moved from the hood yeah. to a to the suburb. But I'm not. I'm not just talking about. It's kind of like when Ice Trey visits fucking uh, Ice Trey visits Will in the Fresh Prince. But beyond just had beyond just had the oh you're over there with with That's with literally money. All it is. There's nothing beyond that. Yeah. My friend left the hood to go to go live with white people. That's why they made the point of initially saying, "Oh, the guy that moved to Whitecrest." Yeah. It wasn't oh you abandoned me. It was you moved to Whitecrest. Yeah. Like Cairo probably would have been straight if he moved, if he would have moved from the hood of Chicago to the hood of Philadelphia, but that's not what happened. So what? It, so why is it only? Why is it only? So 
right there. Like you said, like if he had moved, if he had moved, why is it okay if he had moved to some place that was equal, if not worse, than where he where he already because was? he's not selling out. He's not because when you do that, in the view of the people that get left behind, you're assimilating to the the people you just joined. Yeah. So in Cairo's view, he was going to become a white boy because that's where he lives. Yeah. That's who you're a product of your environment, yeah. especially people in inner cities. That that is the fucking mantra for them. Yeah. The product of the environment is what they've, they're taught, they learn. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost inbred to a disgusting degree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it yeah. is. I think in the end, I just think it's it's unfair to Huey because it's not like Huey can like it's he didn't have a choice. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So that's, it's like it kind of it kind of sucks that he had to be portrayed. But that's that why way. they use children to show the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. Because Huey didn't have a choice in that. So Cairo's totally upset. About something that he we had no choice in, yeah. But still makes it's kind of like a self reflection of Cairo as to why he's upset about the situation. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. But well, friends, how many of us have them? <laughs> yeah. You know, just gotta keep it, keep everything honest, keep everything open. You know, I guess that's the mantra here. You know what I'm saying? Um, be loyal, but not to a fault. Um, you know, so that's about it. Yeah. So until if you guys have time. until next time, you know, if we're on all platforms. If you guys aren't tired of me saying it yet, um, go follow Simple Math. Um, thank you for sticking with us. Peace. Peace.